Welcome to the New England Take and WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, and nhtalkradio.com. I'm your host, AJ Kirstead. Uh, definitely be sure to check out the newenglandtake.com, where we have set up the podcast feed. You can check out last week's episode, where we had uh, Chef Corey Fletcher, who's the owner of Revival Kitchen and Bar. Hopefully, knock on wood, they'll be opening up soon after a mix of COVID and a terrible pipe burst that struck them on Christmas week, which I didn't realize was that week. So that was pretty horrible, those poor guys. But they've got their outdoor balcony all set up on the sidewalk, so hopefully they can utilize that really soon. This week, I'm excited to welcome Megan Ferns to the show. Hello. Hello. She's the owner and a coach at Strive Cycle, which Mm -hmm. is in downtown Concord. Mm -hmm. So to start off with, what is Strive Cycle? Okay, so um, Strive Indoor Cycling is a indoor cycling studio. Pretty much in the title. Um, We offer indoor cycling classes, not like your typical um, mirrored road cycling experience. So it's a a lot different, actually. We ride to the beat of the music. Um, We let the beat dictate um, our resistance, our moves on the bike. We add a little bit of choreography in there. Some may say it's like a dance party on the bike, but it's, you know, it's for... uh, Men and women, we have a large um, array of individuals who come, uh, and it's it's a really fun time. I, I've been in I've been in your studio where yeah, you do it too. Yeah. It looks like a club. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. Amazing. So we we have the lights down low. It's dark in there. We have um, different color lights up on the podium with the instructor, uh, and so that kind of allows you to tune out the outside world and just really be in the moment. We also now offer strength classes, which is our off-the-bike workout. And that's something that came about in the last year with COVID, something we were like, okay, how can we still interact with our community who don't have bikes at home? So now we have another space in our studio that is for the -the off-the-bike workouts, and those are also beat-based strength. Yeah, it's kind of the thing when you do a a, a cycling class where mm-hmm. you, you need the equipment to kind of do it. Yeah. Like you can't just walk away and continue doing the same exact thing at home. Mm-hmm. But on the same hand, it must be really encouraging for or helpful for you as a business owner to be able to get people to come back on a regular basis. Yes, it has been great. Um, we are still at limited capacity uh, per the New Hampshire state guidelines. Uh, so that's hard because we want to see all of the faces of all of our um, community members, but we can only have so many in at once. But it has been great to see them start to trickle back. Yeah, I mean, do you have the same sort of group of people that tend to come a couple times a week or weekly? Yeah, we have people who come almost every day. We have people who come twice a week. We have people who come once a week. We have people who come three times a month. And so it's it's nice to see and recognize those people, and that really adds to our community. You know, you come one time and you are... You are part of our community. Yeah, I was we shocked when I, when I came in. I filmed you for the city of Concord a couple of years ago, uh, which you can check out on their economic development yes. website, actually. Yes, it's up I remember. On there. Now, it, it, I was shocked when people came in. It's like, oh, hey, how was that? How are you? Everyone knew mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, it's like, all cheers. Getting, yeah, Everybody exactly. knows your name. Exactly. <laughs> so they're getting all, all ready to go with their shoes and stuff before mm-hmm. they went down into the basement, which mm-hmm. is where the, the studio The bike room. Yes. <laughs> and, and, I mean... Has there anything been anything that surprised you about as you start to build your audience of uh, clientele about who's coming or what's the sort of frequency you see from them? Um, surprise. I mean, I opened Strive because I one loved 
indoor cycling, so it was a passion of mine. Um, and I, I used to live in Boston, and I went all the time. So the frequency, uh, it was an addiction for me. I loved it, it made me feel good, but the other half of it um, was the community. So I'm from Concord, I grew up here, I went away to school, like I said, I lived down in Boston. When we moved back here, that was one thing I felt kind of like I had a hole in my heart. I, I, I lacked that community, which is in part why I built Strive. So surprise, maybe not the word, because purposefully, I wanted to build a space where people wanted to come back. Um, and I'm glad it's working. And <laughs> yes. it's, it's kind of the perfect way to think about how you want to start your own business, is you mm-hmm. want to do something you're passionate about, yes. something that's exciting. And what's super interesting compared to last week where Corey Fletcher and there wasn't something like that in Concord, really. No. Like there were some gym, a few gyms floating around. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like what you decided to do. Correct. And how did the community take to it? Well, I'll be honest. Um, at first, people kind of looked at me like you could go someplace else and take a spin class. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of hard to explain to people in the beginning how Strive was going to be different than that. And I think that's important as a business owner when you're looking to open a business, you have to make sure it's viable. So what is what what is different? What are you providing that's different and special versus what's already out on the market? Um, so yeah, a lot of people kind of were like, why? This is silly. Um, and a lot of people I think just didn't believe, I, I don't want to say in me, or didn't believe. Um, I'm sure there were people who didn't, but I think there are people who just didn't believe in the idea. Like they, they. Um, I had had a taste of what that community looked like, and I wanted to build it here. And I think if it's something you hadn't experienced before, you just you couldn't understand until you felt it yourself. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's the New England thing. Yeah. Cons- the, it's the puritanical background that always mm-hmm. kind of floats around with New mm-hmm. England, which. Which I love and is annoying at the same time sometimes. Yeah, and, and even my fiance, I love him. He's fabulous. But even, you know, talking to him, I really, I was like, in my gut, I know that this is something that can work here. And as a young professional moving back to the area, I wanted to find a place that I could go and meet other young professionals or just other people that were like minded to me that wasn't, um, I just want to have more options. That um, I love going out, um, hanging at the bar with friends, and I, I love going out to eat, and I love you know. There's all sorts of activities we can do in New Hampshire, but um, I wanted something in downtown Concord that you know maybe was more active to do. And I feel like there's kind of a a movement of over the last five to ten years where a lot of millennials, like you're a, few, a couple years younger than me, mm-hmm. are starting to come back into Concord, and yes. they're kind of at that point now where they've had a few years of experience under mm-hmm. the belts after college or working, mm-hmm. and now they're starting to create their own businesses yep. and filling niches that didn't previously exist. Yeah, and they've gone to other places and they've seen what is happening in some other communities, and they're thinking. Well, Concord is an amazing community. Um, again, my fiance and I moved back here because we can see ourselves here long term. We want to start our family here. But there are things that Concord doesn't have yet. Um, but it's a great place to build that stuff. So I years before we even opened Strive, I was saying Concord needs a place like, you know, these other places I'm seeing. Yeah, you, need, you need that community. Yeah. It, it's... 
uh, Concord seems to really do a good job. I feel like it's kind of the perfect place for 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 stuff like that, where people are a little more open. There's mm-hmm. a broad swath of people. Like we we've got a, a decent sized immigrant population that's mm-hmm. over on the Loud Road. Yep. We got the very uh, well off attorneys over pa- up up the hill past the state house, but. There's a lot of people in the middle. There's a lot of families that have continued to stay here, and it's been it's been surprising to see how much it's grown since I moved here. I moved uh, here in 2010. Mm-hmm. And something I always say too, even though I grew up in Concord, coming back as an adult, I'm experiencing Concord so differently than I did growing up here. Not in a good or bad way, but I'm seeing different sides of it in a encouraging and exciting way that I just didn't notice when I was a teenager. And now um, I'm just excited to see where it can go and grow and all the new things coming in and, and whatnot. So how long how long ago did you start Strive? So we opened in December of 2018. So last March when we shut down, we had just celebrated our one year oh. anniversary. So we were like, okay, one year in, I'm, get, I'm getting the hang of this. This is great. Um, all right, it seems to be working. And, you know, we're throwing spaghetti to the wall, hoping it all sticks. <laughs> and as I feel a lot of small business owners feel in the beginning. Um, and then it was just like, oh, we're done. Let's yeah. just pause. How do you, I mean, it basically goes back to what we're initially saying, what's cool about cycling is you, can, you go to a place to do it. Mm-hmm. How do you get past that? <laughs> or do you That's just a have great, to put it on hold? It's a great question. Um, and I don't think I have the... You know, there's the thing with COVID is there's no rule book. Um, and obviously, Strive is a service-based business. You come um, and you get your workout. I think what makes Strive really special um, and, and what we have is that it's there's two things to it. It's an awesome workout. You're going to come. You're going to sweat a bunch. You're going to um, have strength training. You're going to you're going to burn calories. You're going to feel good. Your body's going to feel good when you leave. That's one part of of strive. The other part, which I think is the larger portion of it, is our community. Um, how you feel inside when you leave yeah your body's tired because you just worked out but it's it's more than the workout it's it's the connection you feel to the people it's the connection you feel with the music it's the time that you spend for yourself those 45 minutes how often do you get 45 minutes to yourself yeah you know it's rare now it's really rare especially staying at home it's very rare so this and we you know phones aren't allowed in this is your time Um, and it's so important especially in the world we live in now where just there's just so much happening so much happening that you need to be able to come back to it and so I think that getting with COVID what was difficult was okay we could provide you a workout great everyone and their mother is providing you a workout on yeah. Instagram for free so like pick what the you want yoga classes that yeah. popped up um, and honestly I started a studio one because and I joke about this all the time you may have heard me say it before I wanted to make more friends um, I wanted to meet people uh, but I also hate working out at home I uh, enjoy fitness I like to move my body because it makes me feel good uh, but you're not going to catch me getting out of bed for like at 6 a.m. in the morning to go for a run. And it's just because it doesn't, 
you'll catch me at 5.30 in the morning getting to the studio because that's exciting for me, but I'm not going to do it at home. I, I don't know why. I just, I've just never been able to do that. So um, it was really hard for me in the beginning because I kind of went into, I would say, like almost a little dark hole, which for me, if you know me, I'm a very like... I guess I would say I'm a peppy person. Yeah. That's just kind of how I am. And it was a very interesting time for me because I was like, well, what do I do? Like, this is how I've defined myself now. And uh, really it was for us was continuing to just keep our community feeling connected. Uh, and then, you know, as we could, we started to do more workouts again. But it was just feeling connected was the most important thing for us. And that's what we needed. We we're all home. Yeah, everyone's stuck at home. It, if you're lucky, you have a family or a spouse or mm-hmm. someone to be there with or some roommates that you're able to associate with. Yeah, not but then, isolate in your but then sometimes you're like, oh, I've been with this person I've got to get lot. out of here and go to the office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you're like, okay, I'm lucky to have you here, but like I've spent a lot of time with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to running around all day at Me the too. office. I'm used to fixing things around the, around the facility at my full-time job at the law school and mm-hmm. I, I come here and get everything going, but no one's coming to the studio. Yeah, and <laughs> like, I function best that way. Yeah. When I have a lot of things on my to-do list, I, f- I am at, like, I'm raring to go then. It's when I don't have things going on that I'm like, oh, my mind starts to go, and yeah, I need a lot. Yeah, I need, it's... As, as much as desktop support necessarily isn't the favorite part of what I do, but at least I'd be able to communicate with someone. I'd mm-hmm. be able to, like, okay, I have a task that I didn't need to come up with because there are other things floating around that I don't really want to work on. But mm-hmm. at least I know, like, I'm going to work on this for the next hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that – especially someone who started a business and a year later, I, how, what do you do for your mental health when that happens? Um, well, <laughs> what, like, what did I do during quarantine for my mental yeah. health? Um, well, like I said, I really tried to keep, after, after I kind of pulled myself out of my slump, right, um, I tried to connect with my community. I think that was really big because, I, at least for me, when we did have the opportunity to reopen, that was just seeing, connecting with people, having a routine again was really great. Um, One thing that I did do during quarantine, which I think helped a lot, was I actually started a podcast with my friend Rachel Sotak. So that was an exciting thing to kind of get my mind going again. Uh, It gave me a project to work on um, and to be creative with because I wasn't at the studio doing what I love. So... Well, we're going to continue with that in one second. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the New England Take on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, and nhtalkradio.com. Get the back episodes of the New England Take at thenewenglandtake.com. You'll check out our podcast episodes there, links to Facebook and Twitter, and whole nine yards. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the New England Take and WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, nhtalkradio.com. I'm your host, AJ Kierstead. We're still joined here by Megan Ferns, who's the owner of Strive Cycle, which is in downtown Concord. Uh, last segment, we left it off where she was beginning to introduce her podcast. She started with uh, another local millennial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so tell me a little bit about Broad Topics. Yeah, so um, myself and my friend Rachel Sotak started Broad Topics last April, so it's been about a year. Uh, it kind of started with, well, Rachel and I met through Strive, which 
is you know once again it's a <laughs> it's perfect a, example it's a perfect example <laughs> we met through strive and um rachel is the founder of broad and collective which is a female um entrepreneur uh collective of women in new hampshire who are building businesses uh, she's also a graphic designer and so her and i would it would just so happen that after class on certain days, we would end up talking for an hour, two hours someday, just talking through the stuff that we're dealing with as small business owners. And not necessarily just small business owners, but as um, 30 year or soon to be at the time, 30 year old young women in business, just figuring it all out. And, um, and that's hard to come by when you're a business owner. I feel I have found that the circle can be really small of people who can relate to you on certain topics. And so I really valued my relationship with Rachel because it just it was always a great conversation. Um, And we made each other feel better and we could talk through things. And one day we just said, if we're feeling this way, (laughs) you know, um, other people have to feel this way. And so then came broad topics and it's funny because right before everything shut down we had kind of said hey like let's do a podcast um and right and we're like what do we name it and because we didn't want to pinhole ourselves in anything um and so we came up with broad topics which kind of flows with broad and collective but also broad topics you can talk about anything and we're also two broads doing the talking um So, yeah, it kind of came about that way. And we talk about all sorts of things from uh, we do a little segment on our podcast called Mini Broad Topics and where we just talk about anything in general, anything debatable that Mm -hmm. it's kind of a funny thing. Or we'll talk about things from um, how to say no when you know that that's the right thing to do or um, collaborations with other businesses or individuals or following your gut. We've interviewed a lot of other local business owners. Uh, So it's really across the board. But at the end of the day, it's the two of us just being real and vulnerable and hoping that someone else out there can relate to what we're saying. And it also just gives us a um, environment to talk it all out. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the nice thing about what's. Which really expanded out of the podcast ecosystem over the last about the last decades when it really started blowing up mm-hmm. and Joe Rogan got popular, Mark Maron mm-hmm. got popular, NPR started taking advantage of it. Is it gives you a chance to sit down like this? Mm-hmm. It, with your example is someone that you have a relationship with already, and yep. you, get, you can just dive into it on a regular basis. Like okay, every week or two, we're gonna see it. We're gonna talk about this for an hour. No matter what, we're gonna. It's it's a focus and for me. It's I get to inter- I get to meet all sorts you of people. You get to meet all there, these cool people. Awesome. I've gotten to meet cool yeah. people, and I get that's kind of time for me to vent in a way, or mm-hmm. us to kind of work through. It sounds weird, but work through feelings mm-hmm. sometimes. Like I'm feeling stressed in this way, and I don't know why, and maybe someone else is experiencing it. And reflection's important. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, I listened oh, a lot to your of yeah. I listened to your last episode, which was on um, hustle. Uh huh. Which, which oh, the is, hustle culture. Was, yeah, which is huge. I mean, I'm sitting here as my part time job doing this as mm-hmm. we speak, and I think we get caught up in that. Yeah. And and I'm definitely someone who loves to work. Mm-hmm. I love it, but I also love what I do. Yeah. And a lot of times it doesn't feel like work. But then you call me at, you know, you might talk to me at nine o'clock on a Saturday night, and I might be sitting in front of my computer working. Yeah. You start start a small <laughs> business independently. Yeah. 
it's part of it. Like it is. You've it's part get, of it. And you didn't even have a chance to get past that <laughs> intro bit yeah. before, before it hit everything. The fan. Yeah. <laughs> but we're we're making it through. So that's just keep hustling. <laughs> keep keep chugging along. <laughs> keep chugging along. I mean, has there been something that really has surprised you about your co-host by having these conversations on a regular basis or were you guys just that in tune before you started? We were pretty in tune, I think, before we started because Rachel actually, um, she started on as um, she was working at the Strive desk mm-hmm. from the day we opened. Oh. <laughs> so it we had known each other and had a lot of these conversations for you know, a, almost a year, a year and three months before we actually started the podcast. So we were pretty in tune on things. But yeah, there's definitely things that um, I think we're continuing to learn about each other. I can't think of anything right off the top of my head, though, that is like, oh, that surprised me. Um, oh, I think <laughs> I, I think I called her a serial killer the other day <laughs> because uh, she said she ate her cheese sticks by biting them. I think she said that, and I was like, "Ooh, I don't know." That was a mini. That was a mini broad topic, but yeah. So we cover the whole spectrum, and now she's going to listen to this and be like, "I did not say that, Megan." And uh, (laughs) I'm trying to remember, but yeah, we talk about. We always joke that it should be a food podcast too, because we love to eat. So we we talk about all the things. So I want to give you a chance to talk about your uh, partnership with Winwood Production downtown Mm -hmm. with your advertising. And say, I know Brett down there, Mm -hmm. amazing video firm uh, downtown. Concord Winwood Productions. If you ever need video work or photo work, they do everything now. Actually, yeah. Can you talk about what your work is with with them for your yeah. podcast. So Winwood is a sponsor of the Broad Topics podcast, and this season, in um, with their sponsorship, they have ad space for our um, our episodes. And Brett and the team decided to donate those to other female-run uh, small businesses. So. Brett is now working. He, um, We put out applications. We've had a bunch of people apply, and he's working through those. I'm going to select his winners, and then um, in the next coming episodes, we'll have some some cool new businesses to talk about that maybe they're low. I haven't seen them all um, because it's kind of his project, but um, some local, maybe some not local, uh, but female-run uh, small businesses, so it's pretty cool. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's kind of the nice thing about digital media nowadays, mm-hmm. where everyone's got a web store, they got a Facebook page or whatever, where they can learn more information, yep. mm-hmm. or they can re- like for artists especially, mm-hmm. like Rachel does this yep. too, I believe too, yep. where she's got an Etsy store and stuff. Yeah, um, she's a great graphic designer. Too. Yes, I've seen some of her work. Um, but it, it's it seems like the perfect time. What it seems like there's a lot of perfect times to figure some stuff out like this, mm-hmm. and with everything rebounding, I, I'd imagine a lot of these uh, companies are gonna be really excited to partner. Oh, definitely, and and we're so appreciative that this was an idea that Brett came up with because it's just a great opportunity for some of these businesses. And one thing that I'm really passionate about, and I know obviously Rachel is too, is community and just lifting each other up. And we're just I, it was when Brett came to us with that idea. We were like, we love it. Let's go with it. Awesome. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the New England Take and WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, and nhtalkradio.com. I'm your host, AJ said We're currently looking for advertisers ourselves. If you want to partner with the show, get your uh, company advertised on WKXL, uh, definitely reach out to me at thenewenglandtake at gmail.com or checking us out on Facebook or Twitter. Our handle is New England Take. Uh, we're looking for 
we'll, we'll work something out. We want to be able to get some different businesses to be able to advertise, get you on the show, talk about what you're doing, and opening up a new audience for you. So please definitely check out the NewEnglandTake.com for more information. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the New England Take and WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, and nhtalkradio.com. I'm your host, AJ Kierstead. Um, joined still here by Megan Ferns. We haven't really done very much plugging, so I want you to go ahead and plug your business, uh, Strive <laughs> oh, Cycle. Okay, all <laughs> by right. The way. So yeah, let me plug away. Okay, so Strive Indoor Cycling. Like I said, we're located in downtown Concord, New Hampshire. We are an indoor cycling studio. We also offer off the bike workouts for in our strength classes in our strength room upstairs. Um, we are just like a fun, loving community. The, you're going to come in, you're going to get a rate. Uh, I can't talk today. It's just a radio um, show. <laughs> yeah, it's just a radio show. No pressure. Um, you're going to come in, you're going to get a great workout, but at the end of the day, you're going to leave there feeling um, great inside and outside. You're going to meet some really, really cool people. Honestly, I have met some, again, I am born and bred Concord, but I have met some really cool people um, through the studio, which I'm I'm so grateful for. Um, you, you know, our goal at the end of the day is we want you to feel your best. We want you to have um, the courage to pursue your dreams. We want you to believe in yourself. Um, we want you to know that you can do hard things. Um, it's really just a whole mind, body experience no it's this is something that i wish was focused more on through covid Mm -hmm. and even before but especially through covid it's the importance of getting exercise yes eating right uh cheating once again of course Mm -hmm. you gotta have it's all about balance you gotta have balance so i i enjoy the the 90 10 or the 80 20 rule Mm -hmm. with eating good and then cheating 10 to 20 percent of the time (laughs) cheating it doesn't have to be extreme doesn't mean eat that whole cake but it's it's, well sometimes i eat the whole cake yeah occasionally (laughs) Uh, but it's important to have that focus. I mean, is that is that one of your motivations behind starting a, a, a workout location like that? Um, I'll be honest with you, no. <laughs> it was the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been an active person, um, but I've always based my and I've always been a healthy person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always based my fitness on how I feel. So, um. At the end of the day, I, I said this before, you just want to feel good. You want to be able to, your body does so much for you. It takes you from point A to point B. If, if you know, you, you just need to be able to, and we want you to be able to just do those daily tasks that you need to do. Um, if you want to pursue fitness in a uh, more, uh, I don't know, a heavier manner, that's great too. I think that's fabulous. Um, but... It, for me, health and wellness is feeling your best. And so when I opened Strive, again, it was really mainly about the community and how can I, you know, make people feel their best or uh, a, create a space for people to feel their best. And um, I really think we, you know, we're, it's happening. We're, we're getting to that point. I see some of our clientele come in and and I see them when they started and where they're going now and it's it's things like okay well when they first started they um 
They couldn't stand up on the bike. It was really difficult. They couldn't catch the beat. And now they're coming three times a week and they have all the moves and they're adding up their resistance and they started strength class and they started with their three pound weights. But now look at them. They're doing the eight pound weights and it's it's seeing the progression and um, also learning that lesson for yourself. Like, wow, I can do this. I am capable. I'm capable walking in the door today as I am. And then, but look at me go from here. Yeah, it's an important thing that people are scared of going to a gym. They're scared of going to a class like that. But it's it's almost always the coach wants you to be there yes. to get better, we to get be comfortable. The, exactly. And and don't get me wrong, like our our classes are still gonna work your butt off. Yeah, but. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get a workout. Yeah. They are but they're built for all levels. And um like I said before, we dim the lights in the bike room. Like it's and I tell everyone who comes, I you know, they might walk in and I say, Oh, is it your first time at Strive? Yeah. Um, have you ever taken an indoor cycling class before? And we have people who say yes, and then we have a lot of people who say no, and they have this no, look God. on their face. Like, <laughs> and then I say, you know what, that's okay. And I always point out to them, every single person in this room right now had their first experience. And look at them now. They're here. My first experience in an indoor cycling class, um, I took an indoor cycling class when I was in college. I went to a gym with my mother on one of my breaks, uh, I did not go back for five years. Wow. I'm not, and this is what I tell people all the time, five years. Um, I remember my feet hurt. I remember it being like really hard. I don't remember anything about the instructor because it didn't speak to me Mm -hmm. at that time. Um, But I didn't go back. Uh, I tried it again when I moved in Boston and I moved to Boston and then I found a studio to the type of cycling we do. Um, to the beat, and that's where I kind of started to find my love for it. Um, but everyone has to start somewhere. So I ride a million times a week. You you would be amazed when I'm on the bike to be like, oh my gosh, her legs are moving so fast. Oh my gosh, how does she stand up like that? Oh my gosh. But I didn't start there. Mm-hmm. So I always remind people, there's a starting point. Everyone's had their first time, and it's okay. And like we said, the room is dimly lit. You just focus on feeling good it's you on your bike you're in charge of it it's your journey you are in charge of the resistance you can do what you need to do and that's that's kind of how we go about it are there any clients that really transform that really stand out to you oh yeah i have i have clients who um uh i i'm I'm thinking of different yeah (laughs) i i have clients who I've seen them grow in in many different ways. Um, one thing about when you are an instructor or you do something uh, in a realm that um, elicits emotion, I guess, people open up to you. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot about our clientele that, you know, you they open up to me in a way um, outside of the classroom. And so to see their journeys of, you know, maybe they had one job when they started coming here and they built up the courage to leave their job and start their own thing. Or maybe they're dealing with their own personal struggles and to see them grow and overcome some of those. Um, maybe they're on a, a more physical journey with their body and to see how their their body and their health has changed over time as well. So there's a lot of different journeys that you can go on 
Um, and it's just amazing to see that growth and also see people come out of their shells. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about one of my instructors uh, in general. When she approached me to audition to be an instructor, she was so quiet. She'd been coming a ton. And I knew her as this like, you know, sweet, quiet girl. And the second we trained her up and got her on the podium, it was like her personality just flew out of her. And I just, I love seeing people blossom and grow into themselves and feel confident to be them and let go and just, I make friends. The the amount of friendships I've seen cultivated just by coming to class and seeing someone on a regular basis. It makes me so. It makes me emotional talking about it. I mean, you're creating a tribe. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we call ourselves the Strive Tribe. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, nowadays it's hard. You got the internet. People need to try and break out of that shell first. Mm-hmm. Uh, people people work a lot more nowadays. They're working 40, 40 plus hours a mm-hmm. week to to have a group that you see on a regular basis once, three times, have as many often times a month that you see them. It helps. Yeah, it's great for your self esteem. It's great for feeling comfortable. And mm-hmm. what's nice about with a, with a gym like like or a um, or class like this is you're also using it to get your body moving. So you yeah. feel like you're going through a trial together as yeah. a group. Yeah, you're growing together. We celebrate each other's successes. We follow each other's stories. You know, we come in. Oh my gosh, this is happening in my life. This is you know, and we're we're all in this together. Um, and we all are coming out the other side together. And it's it's really it's just I don't even know how to put it into words but it's a feeling and and that's what I think has people coming back because you connect with people you come to things for people you you join things for people it's your connection and so we just have an amazing community how'd you find that location you got a great spot you know what I found this location and I'm going to go back to it. It's What's all the address? Of, it's oh, 10 Hills Ave, Concord, New Hampshire. So we're right between Store Street and um, Main Street, like right by the co-op. Um, honestly, it, it's who you know. These, and I, <laughs> I'm not like a, I'm going to say this, but I'm not like a woo-woo person, like let's manifest, like let's, but I really truly believe you start to put something out there good things are going to come. You start to talk about what you want to accomplish, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. And um, <laughs> weird story, but my uh, massage therapist introduced me to the woman who owned the location. Oh, really? So it just, because I one day came in, I was stressed. She's like, what's going on? Well, work? Okay, well, what do you want to do? And I, oh, I want to do this. And she's like, I think I have someone for you. And through that, talking and networking and it just so it just happened. And oh, I wow. had been looking for a space for years. I'm not even joking because by the time I found this space, we'd been living in Concord for at least six months, um, if not longer. And I'd been looking while we were living in Boston for at least a year and a half. Real estate's rough in Concord yeah. area. Well, and I was very, I know it sounds silly, but I was like, I need a downtown location mm. because I want people to come to class and walk down the street and get a juice from Live Juice. Or I want them to go and get a coffee from Revelstoke. Or I want them to um, go to the co-op and grab lunch. Or like, I want, I want them to be able to then Continue their day. Go down to the farmer's market. That's the yeah. best thing to do on a Saturday morning. Take class. Go to the farmer's market. Like, I wanted to have that mix with the community. 
Yeah, so it, it's a great little spot. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, you walk in. There's a nice tall ceiling, yes. big open area. It's really welcoming. Bright. As you walk in. It's wicked. That bright. was big. I wanted yeah. light because we go in the bar, the <laughs> exactly. bike room and it's dark. You bring them in after. But our 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 feeling and the vibe that we want to create is that we are fun and light and and positive. But yeah, then you go into this dark bike room. So you know, I love I love that entrance and the the big windows and whatnot. So. How do you find your other coaches? Um, well, when we opened, I taught every single class. So <laughs> um, I think I was a little bit naive when when I was opening the studio. I was like, oh, this isn't going to be easy. I'm just going to put it out. People are going to come. We're going to audition. I'll train them. Like, good. I think I didn't realize how different what I, um, what I was trying to create was. And I uh, so we opened and <laughs> Again, I taught all the classes. It was very exhausting. I taught every single day from December 8th to, I want to say, the first week in June. Wow. Yeah. Only with Christmas off. So, yeah, it was a lot. Um, And I added an instructor in February. I added another instructor in June at that time. So we were slowly adding. And I really found them from our community. Yeah. you know, they know how we ride. They know our feeling. And even when people reach out to me now and are looking to to join our team, I always say to them, come to class. Mm-hmm. Because what's most important is that this is a space that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And, and like, we'd love to have you on the team, but I want to make sure the fit is good for you, too. The, you want to make the drive. You, you enjoy our community. It's a place you want to be. Um, and so, you know that's usually what happens is they come, they like it, and then we go from there. Now, 2018, still just the same as 2021, branding is super important, having that yes, online presence. absolutely. How did you come up with your, your Strive imagery and that layout? Um, so I, it's funny, I came up with it probably in 2000, so you open in 18. I probably came up with it, in the fall of like 2016 mm-hmm. um, and I put it on a little pink sticky note at my desk at my office in Boston and and then I put it in a binder that I carried around for years with all my ideas <laughs> the secret binder um, and I I made it myself I wanted something really sleek very modern um, clean lines and I had a friend a local friend uh, not Rachel because I didn't know her at the time um, but uh create it for me so I had all the computer images that I needed and then yeah that's kind of where I went and we've just kind of we've stuck with that one branding for now I'm I've always been toying with another type visual but I've never found anything that felt right to me mm-hmm. so I haven't and that's important it I mean you especially with with what you do you need to be able to put on merchandise you mm-hmm. have to put it all over your social media your mm-hmm. website and everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and with social media as I see you on Instagram all the time yep. I mean was that is that something that just comes natural and help or is that something you really work for to help build that community well I'll tell you Instagram is not easy <laughs> social <laughs> media is not easy okay. it is almost a full-time job um, I enjoy it I find it fascinating um social media as a whole is just something very interesting to me so I have a good time reading about it and learning but it's hard work and you know people kind of poke fun at influencers and people who make money creating content content creators and whatnot 
that is hard work. They have to put a lot in. I haven't even stepped my toes really into the reels game yet because it takes time. Um, But yeah, I think this is something I also say, free is for me. I'm a small business owner. Free is for me. So if you are a business owner and you are not utilizing your social media presence, you got to get on it because that is how, if someone tells me about a business, I don't go to Google. The first thing I do. I check Facebook first. Oh yeah. Well, the first thing (laughs) I do is I check Instagram. I don't even check Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So if you aren't utilizing that presence, you're missing out on a whole demographic. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, starting out, I was, no one knew who I was and what my business was. So I really had to make sure that I was, you know, uh, utilizing our social media. Then, in addition to that, now that we are a functioning business, we're up and running and we're moving and grooving, a lot of times your social media presence is the first impression somebody gets of your business. And they're going to make that impression in two seconds, less than that. They're going to go to your page if it doesn't look you know, like something they're into, Mm -hmm. they're going to bypass it. Yeah, if a restaurant's taking pictures of their food and it just is, the lighting's horrible, oh, it doesn't oh look good on the bare plate, yeah, I'm like, like, I'm not going there. No, they you want bright lighting, yeah. clean, yes, exactly. And that's a perfect example, food. Yeah. You need it's to, the easier example. It's, it's the easiest example. And so for us, you know, um, I have worked hard on our, our presence because this is our marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a marketing budget. I don't pay for marketing. Um that was kind of something that I decided early. I mean, I could pay for marketing. I just don't because I mm-hmm. guess what I've been doing has been working. Yeah. Um, but that's a really nice thing when you're a small business yeah. owner not to have to worry about. And, and it gives you – you have a lot of – because there are, all the services are essentially free, you can test. Yes. You can test all sorts of different things. So like with this show, I'm a month in. This is episode five, I'm pretty sure. Um I found the Facebook video does so much better than the podcast feed. So I'm on the FM and AM, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. <laughs> um, and then people are checking out the video because it auto plays. Mm-hmm. It goes right there. It's easy to share. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting a lot of business owners and I'm going to be getting a bunch of attorneys to come through because it's just yep. the connections I have. So uh, to, you got to, how have you found the different networks that work for what you do? Um, okay. So like the different apps I've used or the different, okay. So I obviously Instagram, Mm -hmm. um, for all of my graphic design work or all of my, um, anything that you see that kind of looks pretty. Um, I use Canva. Mm -hmm. If you haven't heard of Canva, get on it. (laughs) C-A-N-V-A. I'm not a sponsored ad. Um, it is like for normal people. And it's a graphic design app program. You can use it on your computer. You can use it on your phone. Best thing. I discovered it years ago. I was Mm -hmm. doing it. I used to be a sales trainer. So I would use it to create really pretty PowerPoints or, you know, different different things I had to do for my job. And so, yeah, best, one of the best things that I've done uh, until I need something that's like, special then I go to a, a pro yeah. but to make my Instagram stories to make um, anything like game boards that we have or signs in the studio that's what I use um, Linktree is another great mm. app that I use um, and they you can plug that right into your bio in your your uh, Instagram, Instagram. Yeah, it's the fight with Instagram mm-hmm. you, unless you got 10,000 plus followers you, you can't link anything you in can't your link anything and Horrible. here's and this is something that I find actually I've seen a lot of small businesses 
um, this is something I think people can learn from because utilize that link in your bio. Mm -hmm. And that link should bring you to your website or if you have multiple links, get something like Linktree, which is free. I use the free version. I'm not going to pay just to have it say Strive. Like I'm going to use the free version. And you can link anything you want there. So I have Meet Our Team, follow us on Spotify, sign up for a class. You hit that link and you can choose where you want to go. Um, so if you're not utilizing that please like go in and check it out because that is the quickest way. No one wants to make a million clicks on their phone. No one's clicking. No one no is one's clicking. clicking. If you can minimize the amount of moves someone has to make, mm -hmm. your success rate is going to be a lot higher. All right, we're wrapping up here. Mm -hmm. So give one more plug to Strive and your podcast. Um, our podcast is called Broad Topics. We come out every Monday morning. We are in our third season. Um, so check us out. Um and oh my business yes, Strive Indoor Cycling <laughs> yes please Megan what are you doing uh, Strive Indoor Cycling we're located in Concord New Hampshire if you want to have a fun time sweat a little bit meet some really cool people come check us out um, we'd love to have you thanks so much for joining me today thank this is you fun. yeah you're listening to New England Take and WKXL 1450 AM 103.9 FM and com. get all the back episodes there's also links to if you want to subscribe to the show on Apple Google Spotify any of the podcast apps we're on all of them you can go to the New England there's also an, an email link there if you want to reach out to me for advertising opportunities on WKXL we're looking to have someone that uh, helps keep this show on the air right now we broadcast Fridays at 6pm it's exclusively on WKXL. We broadcast a couple times through the week, and you can get all that information at nhtalkradio.com. Thanks so much for joining me, and we'll talk to you next week.